Hi guys, and welcome to another edition of Radcast. Before we start the chat, I just wanted to talk about the NCQ Bank, which is a revision site for the MSRA exam. For those of you applying to radiology, we recommend you have a look at MCQ Bank for MSRA exam prep. They've been around since 2009, and they've helped over 50,000 candidates smash their exam. We've used their site before, and we can give them the Radcast seal of approval. If you subscribe now at mcqbank.co.uk, you can get 10% off a six-month subscription if you use the coupon code RADCAST6M. You can find a link for that in the description. Thank you, Jamie, for that message from our sponsors. Now on to the waffle. Um, so today we're doing a special episode dedicated to radiology recruitment for 2021, which officially opened on Thursday the 5th of November. Yeah, at this time of year, we get sent quite a lot of messages on our socials about applying to radiology. So what we're going to do today is talk a bit about the recruitment process, which has been modified this time around fairly significantly due to COVID. And then also tell you about the new Radcast Clinical Radiology Application Course, or CRAC, as we like to call it, and then how that can help you get the, the precious number that you, you really want. And today is a rather momentous occasion because our silent third member has finally plucked up the courage to step out of the shadows and get behind the mic. So welcome onto the podcast, Mohammed. How are you feeling? Nervous? Not really. I'm quite glad I've been set free. I've been held hostage <laughs> for so long by both you and Jamie. But uh, jokes aside, it's great to finally chat to you all. So just to introduce everyone, so my name is Mohammed. I'm the uh, third member of Radcast. I'm the brains. Jamie's the looks and Uzi. Well, we can leave that for debate. So <laughs> I'm a uh, third year registrar based in uh, Mersey alongside Uzi and Jamie. And currently I'm doing a year out where I'm doing a medical education fellow post at the School of Medicine at the University of Liverpool and doing the RCR's Medical Education PG Cert with the University of Dundee. So lots of fun educational stuff. Sounds riveting. So uh, yeah, <laughs> glad to see So glad to see that you finally decided to actually do some work, Mohammed. It has only taken you three years. Would you like to give the listeners an overview about the recruitment timeline? First things first, you need to get to grips with the deadlines and you need to put them in your diary. You've got no excuses this year. It's all on Oriel and it's all been updated so you need to get it into your diaries, okay? The updated timeline has been released and the key dates can be described as follows. So like Uzi said, the window for recruitment opened on the 5th of November and it'll close on the 1st of December. The actual deadline is the 1st of December at 4 p.m. for any of those candidates who like to leave things to the last minute. The analogy wasn't Uzi. <laughs> 3.57, <laughs> The multi-specialty recruitment assessment window, which Jamie will explain in a minute, opens on the 28th of January and lasts till the 12th of February. The portfolio self-assessment is probably one of the biggest changes this year, and now it's all online. And the evidence that you'll need to upload for your portfolio assessment score will be need to be uploaded between the 23rd of December till the 7th of January, where the window for uploading your evidence closes. Now, those of you that do well enough in the MSRA to be shortlisted for interview, you'll be invited to interview on the 19th of February. And this year, all the interviews will be held online on Microsoft Teams, and they'll take place between the 9th to the 12th of March. And then if you're lucky and you do well enough, the initial offers will start to get circulated on the 12th of April. Now, something unique to this year is that they're doing something called enhanced preferencing, where basically you will have multiple offer rounds. And after each round of offers, 
those without offers can adjust their preferences based on one, what's remaining in terms of training numbers across the UK. And all dates are subject to change, as you can expect with the COVID crisis. But over time, you'll be informed by Oriel and by the RCR if there's any last minute changes. So as we've said, there are several major modifications to the process this year because of the dreaded C word, starting with the MSRA. So as many of you will know, that stands for the multi-specialty recruitment exam, which is a generic assessment that's used for shortlisting and contributes to your final overall ranking score. So it is very important. We won't go into the nitty gritty of the exam in this podcast as we cover it in detail in our course. We also did a podcast on that in September 2019 with Omnia, who was the number number one ranked candidate from that year's recruitment. But just briefly speaking, it's about three hours long and consists of a combination of professional dilemma type questions and some clinical problem solving questions. So in recent years, it's been used for shortlisting with the top 600 scores called for interview. And then that's contributed a third to your overall mark with the portfolio and commitment to specialty each making up the other third respectively. So at the moment this year, it's intended to be used in a similar way, but with two major changes. The first is that the top 55 scoring candidates in the exam will skip the interview and receive a final mark based on their SRA and verified self-assessment portfolio alone. So crucially, these candidates will be ranked from 1 to 55. So basically, they'll jump to the head of the queue, which means if you ace the SRA exam and you have a portfolio that ticks the boxes, then that's it. You will be getting your first preference job. The other contingency the college have put in place is that if for some reason the interviews cannot go ahead even remotely, then the SRA will count 50% of everyone's mark with the other 50% being the verified self-assessment score. So it's really, really vital that you put the work in for this exam. Now, just to add on from what Jamie said, every year myself, Uzi and Jamie tell candidates that we're mentoring with the application how important this exam is. From our own experience, if you basically smash the MSRA exam, you've basically got a training number. The interview just decides where you end up in the country. This year, the same principle applies. And truth be told, the stakes are even higher. Like Jamie said, if you get in the top 55 positions, you've got your training number. Now, there's a lot of resources out there, but one that I personally use when we were applying and one I recommend without shadow of a doubt is MCQ Bank. From using different resources, I believe it's one of the best resources that I've come across. And like we said at the beginning, if you use the code RADCAST6M, you'll get 10% of their preparation resources. Yeah, Mohammed has assured me that he's not just saying that because they're our sponsors. He, he, they are the best one out there, apparently. I use the different one, but... Um, I used that one. Oh, did you? That's why I said we gave it the RADCAST seal of approval. So also just be aware that the exam, the MSRA exam, that is, is still taking place at local Pearson View test centres. So you, you just choose the one that's, that's most convenient for you. However, there is a provision for it to be done remotely at home if a candidate is shielding or has to self-isolate. Another major change to recruitment is that the portfolio section and the self-verification of the portfolio, which accounts for a third of your overall mark and previously occurred on the interview day, is being moved online. So in your oral application, there's a section where you're asked to score your portfolio in five separate domains. And you can see these on Oriel now if you log on. But for those who haven't been on there, what have you been doing? But I'll I'll, I'll give you a heads up. So they are exceptional undergraduate slash postgraduate degree qualification, research into a career in clinical radiology, teaching, clinical governance and audit, and research. So 
So you give yourself a score of either naught, one, or two in each of these individual domains. Um, so to give you an example of one of the domains, so research into a career in clinical radiology, you get two points if you can demonstrate that you spent three days or more in a radiology department observing the work of a radiologist and have additional portfolio evidence or commitment to radiology in some other way, such as a radiology-related audit, paper, or presentation. You get one point if you can demonstrate time in a radiology department. It doesn't specify the length, but also have evidence of commitment to radiology in another way, such as a poster audit. So for this mark, it's all about the combination. It doesn't matter if you spent six weeks in a department, if you don't have evidence to show commitment in some other way as well. Likewise, if you spent one day in a department, but then have also presented a radiology-related poster, you'll get that mark. And then you get zero marks for basically having done none of the above. So not spent time in in a department and not having any other evidence of radiology related commitment. So in this section, it's really important that you're not modest. I know some of you have a tendency to be modest, particularly in radiology. That's why we're not surgeons. (laughs) But now is not the time to be modest. So give yourself the highest mark you think you can achieve. But crucially, make sure that you have the evidence to back it up. Toot your own horn. Uzi's a natural in this. Modest to a fault. Um, so after you after you scored yourself, you'll then be required to upload the evidence for this between the 23rd of December and the 7th of January. So start getting this ready now. And you can go on Aurora, as I said, and see what you score yourself and make sure you have the evidence ready for upload in December. This will then be verified by a panel. If the panel don't believe you have the evidence to support your self-awarded score, then your score will be adjusted accordingly. And it's not a problem if the panel disagree with one or two of your marks or don't quite think you have the evidence to back them up. But if you repeatedly and blatantly try and gain extra marks that you don't deserve, then they won't look too kindly on that and your application can get thrown out. So don't be modest, but be honest at the same time. Such a great tagline. Yeah, I think that's the tagline for this podcast. So that's, Don't that's be that. modest, but make sure you're honest. Uzi yes. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so now coming on to the interview. Now, like I said, this is being done remotely via Microsoft Teams this year. So you can't be sat there in your underwear with looking professional from the waist above. We don't recommend it, but it's up to you. And it'll only involve a single station this year, which will be the commitment to specialty station. Whereas before, in previous years, you had a separate portfolio station and a commitment to specialty station. Now, the station itself on Microsoft Teams will last 15 minutes, and it will be held remotely between the 9th to the 12th of March for those of you who are shortlisted based on your MSRA score. If you're in the top 55 in your MSRA performance, you'll bypass the interview and will be ranked with your MSRA score and your portfolio score. Now, we've said there is a slim chance, and this year anything is possible, that the interviews are completely cancelled. And if that is the case, your overall mark will consist of 50% from your MSRA and 50% from your verified self-assessment score. That is the application timeline and the important changes. Now we wanted to tell you about our course. So this is the second year it's been running after a successful pilot, somewhat under the radar last year, um, which saw 100% success rate among the applicants that used our course. The format is modular. Um, I think at present there's about 49 modules on there, which equates to roughly five hours of content covering every aspect of the application process, including the MSRA, self-assessment and portfolio, commitment to specialty. And we also have some model interview answers on there as well. 
And this will continue to grow as the course is constantly being updated in line with changes to the application process and any new developments in radiology, including changes relating to the new post-COVID online format. And where the RADCAST course differs from basically every other course is that ours was designed to be online from the beginning, even before COVID. So whereas a lot of the others have just transferred their physical offering online, but not really changed the format much. So essentially, they're, they're one day of lectures run over video conferencing software like MS Teams or, or Zoom that you attend, and then that's basically it. With ours, once you sign up to the course, you get 24-7 access to all the modules forever. You can watch them in your own time, working around your work commitments and your life commitments. You can watch them on your lunch break. You can watch them on the toilet if you want to be extra efficient. So it's really up to you. You also get access to direct support from us free, which is priceless, really. Um, we're continually keeping track of the application cycle and posting updates to the course members. And one of us is pretty much on hand to answer questions 24-7. Usually it's Mohammed because he doesn't sleep. <laughs> and this is definitely something that our course members really appreciate. Honest, modest, tooting around home, all in, all in one <laughs> lot there. <laughs> so the other element to the course, which we think is as crucial as the content, is this one-to-one -one interview practice, which we would recommend after your MSRA. Right now, the emphasis should be on absolutely nailing that exam. Now, most of you, let's be honest, haven't had an interview since your medical school back when you were 18, 19. So you're going to be rusty. If you think you're not, then you're probably kidding yourself. But this is where people typically mess up. They either practice in front of the mirror, once again, probably in their underwear. That's another theme for this podcast and this rambling. Or they, practice, or they, or they practice with their friends and family, often non-radiologists. Now, people get confused thinking, oh, I'm being productive. I'm practicing. So it's going to be helpful, right? Well, unfortunately, that's not the case. It's not going to be anything like the real deal. You need to get a flavor of the true experience. Number one, with a clinical radiologist staring at you, soulless eyes, judging you, which is typical for our specialty. Jamie, yeah. So much judgment. That's just Jamie in a nutshell. But now that the interviews <laughs> this year are going to be held online via Microsoft Teams, you really have to get to grips with the digital format. And this is something that we provide for you. All of our interviews are done one-to-one -one with a clinical radiologist and you get personalized feedback on how you can improve. Now, to get a dedicated radiologist interviewing you, the one-to-one -one is an additional cost that isn't included with the standard course fee. But frankly, I wish this was available when I was applying, and it's something that I recommend to all of our course members. But it's up to you at the end of the day. And also this year, once again, we're proud to be offering two prizes for a lucrative Amazon voucher, which we haven't specified the amount. <laughs> Lucrative and ambiguous. It depends on how, how generous Uzi is feeling on the day. But it's given to the candidate who has undertaken the best clinical radiology audit and to the candidate who has the best reflection on a clinical radiology experience. For example, a taste a week that they may have done. And we will make sure that the prize is given to the winner before the deadline for the verification of the self-assessment portfolio, meaning you could improve your portfolio score with the Radcast audit prize or the Radcast reflection prize. Do they do one pound Amazon vouchers? We can give them like a, a gift voucher for Poundland if we, if we want. <laughs> Maybe we should do that one instead. Maybe we should do that instead. So hopefully we've convinced you that our course is actually the only show in town. Modest and honest. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there is always an elephant in the room. So let's get to that point now. So let's talk about the pricing. 
So the standard course is priced at $69.99, which is actually quite low compared to our competitors, but that is in no way reflective of the quality of the material. We wanted to set a price that would be accessible, so you are definitely getting a bargain there. And then the optional one-on-one -on -one interview sessions are priced at £60 per session. So that's all there is to say, really. The application is well and truly open. Best of luck to all of you who are applying, whether or not you use our course. Keep an eye out on our socials because we'll be posting relevant updates on there. Um, for those of you who have already bought the course or will sign up, you've made the right choice and you won't be disappointed. We'll be back to our usual podcast in December, so no more sales pitches. Um, just interesting content from the world of radiology. And if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, we definitely recommend that for people who are applying because we covered basically every hot topic in radiology from AI to the workforce shortage to turf war. So there's lots of material in there that you can use in that commitment to specialty interview. So good luck and goodbye. Good luck. Take care, guys. You won't hear from me until next year. Yeah, back in your cage, Mohammed. <laughs> See you later, guys. See ya. Bye.